So we'll be ta- uh, talking about methotrexate now. You know, methotrexate is basically an anti-metabolite. So it's going to act on a space of cell cycle. Okay. So proliferating cells are going to be affected. So mainly we use it in dermatology in the treatment of psoriasis, which is an FDA approved indication of methotrexate. However, you can use it in other conditions also. Like methotrexate can be used in case of CTCL. It can be used in cases of severe. Uh, it can be used in case of severe eczema also. So it can be used as a steroid sparing agent, basically. The thing is, you need to know the what is the mechanism of action of methotrexate. Okay, I said it acts on the space of the cell cycle. The question is, how exactly does it act? So it acts on basically five key enzymes that are involved in DNA synthesis. So can you tell me the five enzymes? So tetrahydrofolate reductase is there, thymidylate synthase is there, then there are, these are pyrimidines, okay. So then there are uh, purine synthesis inhibition. So it can inhibit your GAR transformylase and ICAR transformylases. And it also inhibits methionine synthase, okay. So these are the enzymes that are being inhibited by methotrexate, okay. So methotrexate is nice because there are various formulations that are available and various routes that you can give it. Okay. You can give it orally, okay. you can give it in an injectable form, subcutaneous formulations are available also. Now recently they have developed methotrexate cream as well that can apply topically for psoriasis. So the thing is, uh, so because it's acting on so many enzymes, there is a potential for drug interaction also. Now it's affecting the dihydrofolate reductase enzyme. So there is a potential uh, of di and tetrahydrofolate reduction along with other enzymes that can affect the same thing. So for example, one of them, you know, is uh, this one, trimethoprim sulfamethoxazole is also going to act on the same pathway. So there is a potential there. So another thing you can uh, know, need to know about methotrexate is that uh, it can affect a number of other systems as well. It can affect your hematological system, it can affect your liver and this may result in a number of side effects, So which has to be monitored. So pre-starting of methotrexate, you must always do an evaluation of the patient because it's an immunosuppressant. So you would get a baseline uh, blood count, CBC, you would get an LFT, you would get an RFT as well because it's going to be excreted via the kidneys. So you need to do an RFT as well. Also, you would have to do viral markers. For any immunosuppressant, you would do HIV, HBSAG and HCB also. And uh, you can, based on your setting, you can do either only a chest X-ray or you can get an additional mantle test as well to know if there's any latent tuberculosis going on or you can get an IGRA as well. So, okay, so you are going to be giving this methotrexate and uh, you know that it's going to affect your liver. So, it is going to be your, uh, it's going to be a concern because it may cause hepatic fibrosis. So, the, earlier they used to do liver biopsies for these patients when it crosses a particular threshold or a th- particular total cumulative dose. So, you need to always keep a track on the amount of methotrexate that you are being uh, giving to the patient. That is now 4 grams now, yes. cumulative dose. So again, that is for initially it was 1.5 grams. Mm, no, again, that is for you are saying for low risk patients. Again, for high risk, it's at a lower level, like you said. And now there are few non-invasive markers also. So the need for doing a liver biopsy has gone down per se. Now they do transient elastography. You might have heard of something called fibroscan that is also being done to measure the liver this thing, right? 
so then there are other markers also that have you know terminal collagen type pro collagen type m terminal peptide of pro collagen type 3 is that thing okay you can uh, use that to monitor the effect the methotrexate is having on the liver in fact there was a guidelines that was developed based on that to decide the need for a liver biopsy okay something called manchester guidelines is there you can go and read it up so basically whenever your p3 and p levels are more than 8 uh, microgram per dl at the baseline itself you can do a biopsy okay and uh, if at all it's uh, you know it rises during the uh, methotrexate therapy for more than 4.2 on three occasions then also it's a indication for liver biopsy more, more base 4.2 above the baseline hmm. 4.2 is the actual level on three consecutive occasion it's an indication for biopsy or more than 8 on two occasions after starting the methotrexate is an indication for liver biopsy and if it's more than 10 it's an indication for stopping the therapy of methotrexate with methotrexate so that is the most commonly asked marker however there are other markers also like collagen 4 collagen 6 is there tenacin is there andulin is there these are all other markers that you can use for measuring methotrexate level uh, this thing effect on the liver so the main thing you need to know is why methotrexate is being given weekly once so do you know why this they will ask you because you are giving the drug weekly once but you are still having the effect so the thing is it gets converted into the polyglutamate form through the reduced folate transporter that is present because of this it gets stored the polyglutamate form has a longer half life so you can give it a once weekly dosing as well but so that is the most commonly used way in which methotrexate is can be given is weekly once however there are other regimens also so do you know what the weinstein frost regimen is it is uh, dividing the dose into three doses and giving 12 hourly apart yes so that is also a way you can give methotrexate so whenever you give methotrexate the thing is you need to give folic acid as well so uh, can you tell me why you want to give the folic acid to overcome the gastrointestinal side effects and also uh, because it uh, bypasses the folic acid metabolism like synthesis of folic acid so folic acid has to be yeah and uh, there are different ways in which you can give folic acid so either you can give it a daily dose as one or you can just give a 5 mg dose as well 5 mg is also there that you give you know before and after the methotrexate that is one thing or you give 1 mg dose every day oh, okay sir that also is possible with folic acid so thing you need to know about methotrexate is is a patient with methotrexate toxicity what are you going to give folinic acid rescue therapy within 2 uh, 2 to 3 hours of consumption of the high dose of methotrexate dose say jamun 20 mg per uh, this thing you will have to give and you will have to give uh, every 6th hourly so until so you give it until the, you know the the signs of toxicity subside so then uh, yeah so the thing about methotrexate is you must know what pregnancy category is category x it's category x right so it because it's going to be teratogenic if you give it to the fetus so there are other uh, category x medications as well which you must be knowing in dermatology that are being used so can you talidomide 
cyclosporin all biological retinoids yeah retinoids are there cyclosporin is actually a pregnancy category c drug so we can actually give it in cases of pustular psoriasis in pregnancy but that is the what pustular is the indication no sir cyclosporin should not be given no but uh, in a patient with impetigo herpetiformis we do give cyclosporin Empedigo herpetiformis is the only indication for corticosteroids and psoriasis. Yeah, that is also an indication, but you but can use cyclosporin as well. So basically, methotrexate, you need to monitor the counts basically. So counts you would do and uh, counts LFT, RFT. So these have to be repeated. Okay. We used to get urine routine also repeated at uh, whenever the patient comes. So initially you do it at a two-weekly interval mm-hmm. for the first three months, okay? And then you can do it at a monthly interval. So this is the usual thing you follow unless you are increasing the dose. So if at all you are increasing the dose or the patient has a side effect and you are decreasing the dose, then you would do it at a two-weekly interval again. So that is how you monitor the method. ಯುಟಿಐ ಸೊ ಯು ವುಡ್ ನೋ ವಿತ್ ಐ ರುಟೀನ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ 